Hello, and welcome to the IR Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all of the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy Geckner, and I am so happy that you could join us today for a very special episode with an incredible guest. Today, we are so excited to be joined on the podcast by Becky Carraher. Uh, Becky is the Director of Ethics and Professional Standards here at Your Illinois Realtors and has been for the last 35 years. <laughs> Needless to say, there is no one better to talk about our topic today, which is the Illinois Realtors Ethics citation program then Becky. She is such a subject matter expert on this, and we are so happy to have you in the studio today. Becky, welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are really, really excited. Um, so let's just dive right in here. Uh, Becky, so in the upcoming issue of the Illinois Realtors Magazine, uh, you write about the ethics citation program. So for those who are unfamiliar, uh, would you tell us just a little bit about what the Illinois Realtors Ethics Citation Program is? Sure. The ethics citation program is an expedited process to file an ethics complaint. This program covers only specific articles and standards of practice within the Code of Ethics. If someone feels a realtor has violated one of these specific articles or standards of practice, they may file an ethics citation complaint. Well, there you go. Pretty straightforward there. So um, who is it that can file an ethics complaint? Is it a pretty broad or is it kind of narrow? No, anyone can file an ethics com uh, citation complaint. Even anonymous complaints are allowed. In 2021, we had 273 complaints filed through this program. Wow. Okay. So that's great. So there is an anonymous factor there if you don't want to uh, to put your name forth on that. That's correct. That's very, very good. So, um, you know, <laughs> this might sound like a, a weird question, but like I'm very fascinated by this. So like what are some of the most common complaints that you receive? Because I think that can really inform um, how others do their job, you know, if they know what some of the common complaints are. In 2021... The most frequently filed complaint was for a violation of Article 3, supported by Standard of Practice 3.9, which is providing access to a listed property on terms other than those established by the owner or listing broker. A realtor should never enter a listed property without a confirmed appointment. A violation of Article 3, Standard of Practice 3.9, is a potentially serious violation. Our members are not only assessed a $2,500 fine, our members and their clients also run the risk of being charged with trespassing. The second most common violation was for Article 12. Article 12 requires realtors to be honest and truthful in their real estate communications and present a true picture in their advertising, marketing, and other representations. Article 12 also requires that a realtor's status as a real estate professional is readily apparent in their communications. This particular violation carries a $250 fine. Yeah, this actually reminds me a little bit when we had uh, Betsy uh, Urbance on to talk about the uh, new MLS policies and stuff. There was a, a big thing about that with um, truthfulness in your advertising. It's like if you... Uh, I remember one specifically was if you're if you're giving your services for free, you got to say that they're free or like what specific Absol ones there yes, are. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You always need to be honest and truthful. Absolutely. So is there one more? Yeah. And the third most common violation was for Article 12, supported by Standard of Practice 12.5. This Standard of Practice requires that the name of the realtor's real estate firm be readily apparent in all advertising and marketing. 
this violation also carries a $250 fine. Absolutely. So again, yeah, this is more of, uh, and uh, Mike Oldnettle and I uh, talked about this a little bit a couple of, man, it seems like a month ago, um, with the code of ethics uh, requirement coming up. But yeah, like just like go out of your way to be more and more truthful. Absolutely. Um, every and bit and of as transparent as possible. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is what we need. So um, Becky, why is it so important, um, that particular one in your own words there, of identifying yourself, uh, disclosing your firm name? Why do you think that is of paramount importance? Well, when a member of the public sees a marketing piece for real estate that's for sale or lease, that member of the public should be aware that that property is listed with a real estate firm. Mm. And it's not just a for sale by owner or a landlord, you know, that owns a property that's got something for uh, rent. They should be aware that it's listed by a real estate firm and the name of that firm that has that property listed or uh, for lease. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, now that we know some of the most common violations here, so when there is an ethics violation that is suspected, um, how is a complaint filed and like what is the process? What happens next after that gets gets through? Okay, all ethics citation complaints uh, should be filed online. If you go to IllinoisRealtors.org, you'll find a section on the real, on the ethics citation program. There's also a list of the citable violations within that program. Once a month, the, we have an uh, appointed ethics citation panel. I think it consists of 12 members who go through and review all the complaints. If the panel determines there is a potential violation of the Code of Ethics, a citation is issued. A citation then is sent to uh, the person who filed the complaint, if it's not anonymous. The respondent who's issued the citation gets a, is emailed a copy of it, as well as the respondent's managing broker. That respondent then has 30 days to either accept the citation or they can request a hearing on the matter okay. if they feel like they did not violate the code of ethics. If the fine is paid, the matter is then considered closed. And if a hearing is requested, the complaint then is sent to the grievance committee for review. And the grievance committee then would make the final determination if it goes forward for a hearing. Okay, good. So that that sounds a lot like um, traffic court a, a bit in a way. Similar. Not, not that I would know. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but, but very similar, yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is great. Like, Thank you so much for, for bringing a lot of that clarity here today because I think it's important that people know how this works. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, because of that, uh, Code of Ethics is central to being a realtor. It's important to have a means to ensure that our ethical standards are being upheld. So once again, uh, Becky, thank you so, so much uh, for sharing all that info with us today on the IR Weekly Podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. That's it for this week's IR Podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week. Thank you.